to discover your destiny in life, you know the Word and the Spirit of God. The Word of God gives you the depths and the Spirit of God gives you the breadth. Welcome with me, Senior Pastor, Destiny Life Christian Center, Reverend Festus Ugu, as it brings to you the creative Word of God you need for life and destiny. Yes, the Lord declared that this month for us is the month of the kingdom of priests, referring to us as priests in the kingdom of God, who that's who we are. In First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, Bible says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we'll see that we are a royal priesthood. We are not just ordinary priesthood. We are a royal, royal priesthood, a priesthood and a king. Little wonder the Bible says in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 6, it says, uh, He has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. He said to him, Be glory and dominion forever and ever. He said, We have been made kings and priests unto our God. That's who we are. We need to understand the kingly dimension of our priest. That sets us apart from the Aaronic priest. The priest of Aaron, they were just uh, they were just priests and not kings. And then we saw that the, the, the Davidic priesthood brings in the dimension of the king, a king and a priest bringing a lot of authority to the priesthood. So it brings this kind of authority to the priesthood of the believer. And so we began to look at the ministry, priestly ministry of a new covenant believer. Oh, I said the ministry of the new covenant priest or the priestly ministry of the believer. Anyone you want to, uh, any, how you want to put it, but we are just looking at that distinct ministry that God has given to us. And we have established that the ministry of the believer is the foundational ministry that God has called every one of us into. It's the foundation that helps every other thing that God is calling you into. That's the first ministry God has called us into. And when Jesus called his disciple, the Bible says Jesus called he the twelve, and he called them to first of all be with him and then to send them out. So there's this, the, the, the priestly ministry is a ministry where God wants to keep seeing the priest on a daily basis. Why? Because the priest stands as mediator between the, the children of Israel and God. So God speaks to him and then he goes and then declare the same to the children of Israel, to the Israelites. So, and that's the kind of uh, 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 mindset that God has. That's the plan and the purpose of God for us as believers, that we all will get to know the Lord as a priest. 
as a priest, there's the dimension of the fivefold ministry, you know, uh, teaching us about knowing the Lord. But the priestly ministry of the believer is meant so that we can enjoy God this time around with no mediator standing between us because we are the mediator of ourselves because of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. So we can go and then uh, uh, put our case to God. We can we can stand in our stead. And then, of course, that doesn't mean we can't stand in the stead of others. We can as a priest. But now as a priest, when you have this revelation, you can approach God all by yourself and present your case to the Lord and then uh, offer him uh, sacrifices or praise when you understand the ministry of a priest. And so we began to look at the first ministry of the priest which is to offer sacrifices to God, but this time around, not for sin any longer, but to the praise of God. Hallelujah. So that's the, that's the reason, that's the first ministry of the priest. The first ministry of the priest is to come into the presence of God and offer sacrifices for his sin. That, I'm talking about the ironic ministry now. You know, but Jesus Christ, our high priest, came and did not, do, did not offer uh, the sacrifice of the lamb, of bulls, of goats, of animal, but he offered himself as the pure sacrifice that took away our sin and the Bible says he did it once and that makes all the difference. So that's changed the dimension of sacrifice that we give to God as a new covenant priest today. As a new covenant priest, we don't go in to offer the sacrifices of sin, but rather we go in to offer the sacrifices of wave offering to the Lord. So in the new covenant, this wave offering is a sacrifice of worship, the sacrifice of praise, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I'll tell you something, this is very key. Some believers do not believe that every day you should praise God. I mean, spend time and praise God. It's very important. You need, there are things you need to offer unto the Lord. And I'm coming to that. And these are things you need to do on a daily basis. And so the first thing I'm emphasizing this morning is that when you come, you come with sacrifices to the Lord. You come with sacrifices to the Lord. And one of those kind of sacrifices you come with is a sacrifice of praise, the sacrifice of worship. The Bible talks about the uh, Old Testament um, uh, priest in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Hebrews 5, 1, it says, For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. Can you say that? Eh, things that pertains to God. So as a priest, you have been ordained by God as concerning things that pertains to him. 
So it means to you is given to know the mysteries of God. To you is given to know the ways of God, the workings of God, not just the acts of God, but the ways of God, the way things happen. Every believer can have access to this. It says, is ordained for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. Of course, Jesus has dealt with the issue of sacrifices for sin. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 3, he said, For every high priest ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Take note of gifts and sacrifices. Gifts and sacrifices. So, so, so it's not just about uh, offering to the Lord what is convenient. There, there comes a time you offer to the Lord what is not convenient, and that's the sacrifice part of it. When your flesh is saying, see, you've got to sleep. Your flesh is saying you need to just continue to sleep. You say, no, I need to stand up and offer my sacrifices unto God. A lot of believers are thinking that when you are, because you are offering sacrifices unto God, maybe you are bribing God. No, no, it's not, it's not about bribery, it's about the way things work. It's about the eternal principles of God. It's not about bribing God. There is, for example, there, there's nothing you can do without the sacrifice of blood. Sins will never have been remitted. So if you are saying that when we come and offer the Lord sacrifices and then it's bribery to the Lord, it's like saying that when Jesus Christ came to die for us, then it's bribery to the Lord. No, it's not. It's just about the way things work. That's the way it works. Those, I mean, that's the way the Lord has set out the principle. So it's not about bribing God, but it's about obeying the eternal principles of God and then, and then flowing to the nature of God in you, the nature that God has imputed in you, which is there are things that you have been programmed for. And so you don't walk against the programming of your life. God has programmed you so that you become a priest and offer sacrifices unto God. Now, this is very important. And so, and when you come in to the Lord obeying these protocols, there are things as a result of eternal principle that opens up to you. And that God is no respecter of persons. So it's not because he likes your face or he doesn't like somebody else's face. He likes everyone's face. Hallelujah. He created everyone. Amen. So we need to understand the way things work. You know, at some level, we know that one plus one is equal to two. But at some uh, higher level, we know that one plus one, uh, under another kind of base, I mean, uh, okay, it will always be uh, under base two. Will never be two. You can see. I think it's going to be zero one. I'm just trying to calculate it that fast, you know. But anyway, so that's it. Under another kind of base, it's something else. So that's why you, but, but, but on that such condition, so you need to understand the condition with which this principle is operating. So that's why this principle under the new covenant, things change. You don't come in to offer the sacrifices of sin any longer, but you come to offer the sacrifices of praise to the Lord. Glory to Jesus. 
So in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, he said, Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices, acceptable to God, because of Jesus. In other words, we come because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. We come boldly into the presence of God and then we offer. We don't offer spiritual sacrifice by keeping quiet. We don't offer spiritual sacrifice by sleeping. We don't offer spiritual sacrifices by getting busy with Nollywood. I'm not saying you shouldn't watch TV or by watching TV. No, 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 no. He's telling us that this is a time you set out to offer up spiritual sacrifices unto God, acceptable to him. And you will notice he says spiritual sacrifices. So it's not one type of spiritual sacrifice. There are many. And I said one of them is you offer the sacrifice of praise and of thanksgiving unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And now let, let, let's go down to, let's go to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 10. He said, we have an altar. Start reading from verse 10. Hebrews 13, start reading from verse 10. He said, we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the table. So there's an altar here. So, and you know, the things that happen in the Old Testament are meant to teach us. They are things we should learn from. They, 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 they are like the shadow of the things to come. They are like a type of the things to come. So, verse 11, for the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are born without the camp. He said, wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let us go further off unto him without the camp. There must be a movement. He said, let us go. Here he's talking to believers. He's not talking to sinners. So he's talking to you. There must be a movement. You must not be lazy when it comes to worshiping God. That's the reason God gave you strength. That's the reason God gave you hands, gave you legs. There must be a movement. There must be a plan. There must, you must organize your life and put into your schedule a time to operate as a priest, to fulfill your ministry as a priest unto the Lord. In other words, a time to offer spiritual sacrifices unto God on a daily basis. And that's the best thing is to wake up in the morning and then offer spiritual sacrifices unto God. I mean, you speak to your days. You, you set the day. You set it up. You arrange everything as a, as a priest. You know, the last time I was trying to say that, you see, unbelievers, the priest of unbelievers, uh, these herbalists, uh, evil priests, and all of that, they know the secret. Never, any one of them that is a serious one, never wakes up and just wakes up like that without doing spiritual sacrifices. They must. It's a must. <laughs> must do it. 
Why? Because they understand that the realm of the spirit commands the natural realm. So they, they, they get into the realm of the spirit, but they, of course, in the negative realm, and then they offer spiritual sacrifices to demons. Why? Because spirit desires worship. You may remember when, when the devil was tempting Jesus Christ, he told Jesus Christ that if you will bow down to me, I'll give you all of this thing because it was handed over to me. Of course, who handed it over to him? Adam handed it over to him. And he wasn't lying at that point. The whole world was legally his. Until Jesus Christ died and then got the whole authority back from him and then gave it back to us. But this thing belonged to him legally. So he desires worship because it's a spirit being. Demonic spirit, they desire worship. And that's how you see this guy, they worship them. They do all sort. And so... Any one of them that is so serious never wakes up without a sacrifice to their demons. So how much much we believers that have been made priests of the Most High, a priest according to the order of Melchizedek, a priest according to the order of Christ, a priest according to the order of David, so what are we supposed to do? On a daily basis, we wake up in the morning and enter into our priesthood ministry. We stand in that office and then worship the King of Kings and worship the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We offer the sacrifice of worship, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, the sacrifice of praise. Now let's read on. So he said, for the bodies of those, that's verse 11, for the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are born without the camp. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Verse 13, let us go for therefore unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. Verse 14, for there we have we no continuous, for here have we no continuous city, but we seek one to come. Verse 15, by him therefore, you see again, so you come in on the basis of the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. You come in on the premise of the blood of Jesus that has sanctified us, that has cleansed our conscience. So we come in because we are sanctified by his blood. We come in because we are made holy. We are made righteous by him. So we come in based on that. He said, let us come in with boldness onto the throne of grace. Why would we come in with boldness? Because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. So you never come in on your own righteousness, no matter how right you are. Never make that mistake. Never, never make that mistake. You must give full respect to the work of Christ. <laughs> never make that mistake. Thank God we are growing. 
We're maturing by the day, and then we are living a better life. We're living a more righteous life by the day. But never get to the point where you think your own righteousness, you can come in with your own righteousness before the Lord. Never. Never. What qualifies us before him is the righteousness of Jesus, which he obtained for us on the cross. Hallelujah. And the, and the beauty of it is that when you come in recognizing the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, you come in under his righteousness, he changes us. Things begin to happen. But without you coming in, without you coming in, you cannot receive that change. You will begin to lead your own life. No, God has got to lead you. And before you can do that, you must come in as a priest that God has made you. So verse 15 says, by him, by Jesus Christ, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. Sometimes, he said, continually, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Continually here, he's talking about on a daily basis, you come in on a daily basis. That's what he's saying here. That does not mean that every day, I mean, throughout the day, you'll be singing and singing and singing. Now, if God permits you, I mean, if work or time permits you, go ahead and do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But basically, what he's saying is that on a daily basis, as priests of God, just like the ironic priests, they come in on a daily basis. Because that's their work. That's what they do. That's their office. As if like someone going to the office. So they, they resume there. So that is why, because you need to go to work, you need to go and do some other things, you need to organize your life and put premium on your priestly ministry and set the pace for the day by coming in and occupying your office as a ministry, I mean, as a priest, and then minister to the Lord, offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. And he went on to explain, he said, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. When he's talking about the sacrifice of praise now, you know where it's coming from. Your lips. Your lips. Yeah, some people say, see, I don't know how to do all this. I mean, I can't even spend more than five minutes, you know, just thanking God. But some of you, you listen to, to music. You can listen to music for hours. And some of you, you even listen to, I mean, worldly music. Music that are not Christian. There's so much power in music, let me tell you, if you don't know. Music is, is one of the closest things to the realm of the spirit. In either way. And that's why when you sing some kind of music, you know what you do? You give your heart away to the content of the music. So if the content of the music is not word-based, the content of the music is not God's word. The content of the music is horrible and all of that. And that's why you see a lot of youths, when they begin to sing some of this music, all this music, 
you know, that people are singing horrible music and all of that online, when they begin to sing it, you know, they are giving their hearts to the content of that music. And when you give your heart to the content of that music, you know what happens? You begin to invite the demon that occupies the space of that content. And then that's why they get addicted into that kind of music because a demon grabs hold of them. And people think that when a demon comes into people, they must react and all of that. People can be wearing suits and they they are highly demonic. And they can still be very gentle. They can be full of courtesy. And yes, the demons in them is is uncountable. (laughs) Because they have contacted demons by giving their heart to the music they listen to. Music is so powerful. Be careful. As a believer, you need to watch the kind of music you listen to. So why don't you convert listening to those music to a time of offering Uh, praises to the Lord and get a playlist of worship, Christian worship and say, Lord, I come as a priest today and I offer unto you the sacrifice of praise and then put on that playlist and then begin to sing along begin to sing along and just worship him and then give him praise and give him praise and give him praise. In most of our churches, we do, we do, I mean, some churches do 20 minutes of praise worship, 30 minutes, some even do 45. Some other churches even do one hour of praise worship. So why can't you do, start with at least minimum of 30 minutes of praise worship. You are doing your own service. Because as a priest, you must conduct service care. Amen, isn't it? Just like your pastor is conducting the service. In church, you must conduct your the difference that you must conduct your own service on a daily basis. Everything conduct your service. You start off with opening prayer, Lord. I have come to worship you to give you praise. <laughs> and then you put in uh, the playlist and then begin to worship God and begin to worship God. You do 30 minutes of worship, and then from there you move, you, you move into, into ministering as you're worshiping, you know, you know, the choir comes up to minister to you, you know, in some, in some, in some, uh, churches, you know, so, so what is the choir there for you right there? The Lord will begin to minister back to you. And then you see yourself just singing and then, but the song you are going to be singing at times is just songs to edify you. God just giving you some song, kind of song. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, not, you may not even got the voice of, of those choir members. It's not about the voice. Hallelujah. And then from there, you get into the word of God. It's time for God to bless you. And then right there, as you're studying the word of God, you have been blessed. Glory to God. There are times you can do the hearing of the word of God. You plug in, you plug in a, a message and then you hear. Some people say they don't know how to do two hours. Before you know it, you have done two hours of worshiping, of hearing the word of God, of having a wonderful time as a priest unto the Lord. Glory to Jesus. And you just follow, just follow the service of your church. Follow it. Follow the, the, uh, follow the diocese service. The way we do it, have your own private service. Hallelujah. I think that can help you. That can really help some people here. Amen. Especially those people that don't know, they say they can't do more than five minutes. You can. You can. Hallelujah. 
Glory to Jesus. Why? Because you must come in with this understanding that you are a priest. You are a priest. There's a ministry that is upon you that you must carry out. Is the priestly ministry. It's upon you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And then Romans chapter 12, as I round up on that, uh, uh, the first uh, uh, ministry of the believer as a priest. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Here he's talking about our body. That we should present it as a living sacrifice. See, anywhere you see sacrifice in the New Testament, the first thing that should come to your mind is your priestly ministry. That's the first thing that must come to your mind. Priestly ministry. And look at what he said. He said, you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy. Acceptable unto God. So this tells us, now that's it. See, if he's talking about holy and acceptable unto God, it's not something that you did yourself. You didn't get to that level. So, so definitely, he's not, he's not talking about you waiting to, to, to you get holy before you come and pray. No, that's not what he's saying. It's te- telling you that, see, see, you have boldness to enter into the holiest. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, in other words, because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, he said, because of that, on that premise, on that basis, on that bill of Jesus, he said, then, knowing that, you must come and present yourself. Present means you must show up. That's what it means. You have to show up. Why? Because as a priest, you got to show up. Where? Show up in the presence of God. And as some of you know that, okay, we, the God, God is inside of us. That's the dimension of God being in us. But he's talking about another dimension of us occupying our ministry as a priest. Occupying our office as a priest and fulfilling our ministry as a priest. So there's, there's the ministry of showing up to the Lord where you present your body. So that's why when you wake up in the morning, you say, Father, I come, I present my body as a living sacrifice unto God. And then you kick in the sacrifice of praise. <laughs> that's what he's saying here. That's what he's saying. He's not saying that you should wait until you make your body holy, and then acceptable to God. He said, no, no, this is acceptable. When you come, he said, which is your reasonable service? Which is your reasonable? If he's talking about service, service means some, he's giving us an impression that this is something you do as a duty. This is something you do continuously. This is a daily thing. It's a service you render. When they say, you, what is the service you render? It means, it means that's something you do for living. Hallelujah. This is your life. That's what he's saying. The ministry of the priest is your life. And then including what you come to offer to the Lord is your presence. 
which is your body. And he says a living sacrifice. Why is it living? Because, because you can you have a choice. It's not a dead sacrifice. Dead sacrifice does not have a choice. When they play, when they are placed on the altar, they are there. But go and bring a, a goat that you did not that that, that 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 is not bound in any way and put the goat on the altar and let's see what happens. The goat will run <laughs> for 40. <laughs> Especially when it begins to see fire. You are getting fire ready, getting the wood ready. The goat will run, eh? You will not be able to catch the goat. You see now? So as a living sacrifice, so it's a choice you make. And I tell you, God respects the willpower, the power of choice of a man. And that power of choice, when you make that decision to occupy your place as a priest, ah, the whole of heaven rejoice. And that's why our sacrifices to the Lord is special. The offering of our praises to the Lord, the offering of our body when we show up and say, Lord, I have showed up. This is me. I have come to offer my spiritual sacrifices to you. When you show up like that, it's more powerful than the praises of the angels. Why? Because the angels, they got no option. They've got to praise God. So it's not a matter of choice. They have to. They are programmed to do that. They, they have to. That's, that's their lifestyle. The days where uh, some angels will re re uh, rebel has passed. The angels we have to, they, they cannot rebel against God. They don't have that option at all. So that's the difference. But we do have option every day of our lives. Every day of our lives, we have option to say yes or to say no. And God respects that option. God respect that option. You see, and that is why <laughs> if you understand the power of choice, the power of will, how that God respects your willpower, <laughs> you know that a lot of people that have died before their time, and uh, even, even when there is their time, and then they didn't, give, they didn't give in, but that thing forced them out. It's against the principle of of willpower against the principle of willpower and anything that does that is not God God does not force anything on any man he doesn't he said he will never tempt any man with evil because God is good he will never and that's very key for us to understand that's why when the when the spirit of death comes to your to your area, you say no to the spirit of death. You say no, I'm not ready. Look at our father Jacob, the patriarch, when he was ready to go, the spirit of death did not come to force him out. When Jesus was dying, he gave up his life. He gave it up. He was not forced out. He gave it up. Under, he understood the power, the weapon. When he wanted to die, he, he said, not my will, but your will. You can see, he, 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 he gave it up to the Lord. Jacob, when he wanted to die, when he was ready, he knew. He called all his children and started blessing them, and then blessing them, and blessing them, and blessing them. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says, 
He gathered up himself and then gave up the ghost. Man, that's the way to go. Hallelujah. Not, he went, he, he died by choice. That's showing us some realms that we as new covenant believers can walk in. We don't have to be forced out of this place. When the devil, the devil wants to force you out, you say, no, devil. In the name of Jesus, I have the life of God flowing on the inside of me. You spirit of death, I rebuke you. You rebuke the spirit of death. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Amen. Number two, and then I round up right there. And then we, we, we conclude on the ministry of the believing on Wednesday by God's grace. Stand before God in prayer and in the word as a priest. You stand before God in prayer and in the word of God. You stand before God in prayer and in the word of God. Why? Because even as a priest, you need to be transformed by God to know the mind of God and also to change things for yourself and for the body of Christ on behalf of others. So this brings the kingly ministry, the kingly part of our priesthood in where we can change things. But these things are changed right in the presence of God, in the place of prayer, in the place of the word of God. There are things that only the word of God can change in our lives. There are things that only the uh, prayer can change in our lives. It's important you understand that, that, that you don't emphasize one and de-emphasize the other. You go with the two. Hallelujah. Very important. Very important. The prayer, when you encounter the person of God in prayer, there's a transformation that comes. When you encounter the person of God in the word of God, there's a kind of transformation that comes with it as well. In Hebrews chapter 10, starting from verse 19, Hebrews 10, starting from verse 19, it says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest, how? By the blood of Jesus by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. Why? Why his flesh? Why his flesh? You know, the flesh, the flesh, hallelujah, is that part, amen, glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. I mean, maybe I'll talk about this on Wednesday. It, said, it says, Have, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a, through, a true heart in full assurance of it, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the provision of our faith without wavering. You can say, is that our bodies washed with what? Pure water. It's talking about the word of God. The word of God. The word of God is the pure water. By the washing of the word. Which is the word, the water. The water of God. So you say, you're coming as a priest. You're taking your time to pray. And then you must spend 
your time in the world. Also, your priesthood ministry is not completed without the word of God. That's very important to note. In Psalm 27 verse 4, Psalm 27 verse 4, it says, One thing have I desired of God, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. One, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and two, to inquire of his temple, to behold what do we behold? We behold the person of God and we behold the word of God. We see him as he is. We see the word. We see him in his person. Then we see him in his word. We see him in his manifest presence. Then we see him in his word. That as we behold him, something happened, we are changed. That's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. It said, but we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of God. That's why we need to behold. So if beholding changes us, that means the more we behold, the more changed we are. And that's why people, you must forget about this, this attitude of just, I want, to be, I want to just spend five minutes in the presence. You, you need to grow up as a believer. Grow up. And I just gave you a template that can help you stay and keep beholding. So you can see two things that was very important to the psalmist in that Psalm 27, verse 4, is that he wants to behold the beauty of the Lord and then inquire. You don't just go into inquire. You, you go into behold. It's the beholding part that transforms us. He said as we behold him, we are transformed. We are changed. When Moses stayed and, uh, 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 on the mount with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights, he was transformed. That's a type to show us of what happens. When Jesus Christ was on the, on the Holy Mount with the three disciples, and then he was with the Lord there, he was transfigured. That's, a, that's to show us what happens when we behold, when we stay on the Mount, when we come in as a priest to the Lord. He changes us. So what is it that you're struggling with? Your problem is not what you are struggling with. Your problem is, have you occupied your place as a priest? Have you started fulfilling the ministry of a priest that you are? And then if you, when you begin to do this, I can guarantee you by the word of God, by the word of God, that there will be a renewal of your mind, that there will be a transformation of your mind. You see, say, present your body as a living sacrifice. Let me round up with that scripture again. Romans 12, 1. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, 
He said he didn't say as a living. He said a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, he now says, And be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when you come and present your body, is at that point as you wait on the Lord and you're beholding him, because presentation means you are showing up before the Lord. As you are showing up before the Lord and you are beholding him, and beholding him, beholding his manifest presence, and beholding his word, we are transformed. The change begins to happen. We are transfigured. He says that we appear before Zion, we go from strength to strength. He said, going from strength to strength signifies change. But they that wait upon the Lord shall exchange their strength, shall renew their strength. You can see that again. So you see this pattern in the scripture. And this morning, what is going to be your decision? The Spirit of the Lord is calling you back to your ministry as a priest. Take your position. Get into the office of the priest on a daily basis. You wake up, get into that office, spend time with God. Offer him sacrifice of praise. Present your body, a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Spend time with God. Behold the word of God and let the word of God change you. This is your reality. This is who you have been called to be. This is where you excel in life. This is the foundation of your life. This is a solid foundation for women. Thank you for listening to this message. We know you have received the word that will launch you to greater heights. Please share your testimonies with us through email to info at dlcc.org.ng. Call us or chat with us on 0803-288-7871. Best of all, come worship with us at 27 Shonola Street, Ogba, Aguda, Lagos. For more information on our worship time and programs, please visit www.dlcc.org.ng. Like us on Facebook at Destiny Life Christian Center. Follow us on Twitter at DLCC Lagos. Follow us on Instagram at DLCC underscore Lagos. Remember, you are deeply loved, you are highly favored, you are greatly graced, you are marvelously helped, you have a great destiny, and you are fulfilling it.